What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and today, along with the other two gentlemen who will be joining me, we will be talking about X-Men Origins Wolverine, the fourth time we will be entering the X-Men Cinematic Universe, the Fox Cinematic Universe X-Men characters to talk about this uh, planned sequel slash prequel slash reboot slash it was planned to be many things when it was initially scheduled to be released but uh, you know plans did not go uh, according to plan but we're going to talk about that and I, I, I did say we I mentioned them before but today joining me as always in the Marvel movie marathon are my loyal co-hosts first off being Mr. Ethan Westloff. Ethan, how are you? I'm all right, and I, I sat down to watch this movie, and at the end, you know, I said, it was real to me. That, that, that's what it felt like. It was real to me. So I'm excited to talk about this <laughs> and uh, just experience the conversation we are going to have on this movie. So I was, uh, me, and, me and Nick, I'll shout out Nick before we start here. We were talking, and he, he goes, you know, when it first started, the quips to intro Ethan and Micah, I, they were a little annoying, but I'm not going to lie. They're kind of growing on me. I really like those. Right. I, I really like the quotes at the beginning of it. <laughs> and you hear Mr. Micah Hett's voice. Micah, how are you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, I, I, th- this movie got me, uh, got me excited. Got, it's very sharp. It's a sharp movie. It's a lot of... Uh, lot of a lot, of, a lot of sinks falling, a lot of, a lot of bikes falling, a lot of, oh, it's, you know, hey, real quick, plug, uh, if you haven't listened to the Last of Us podcast, I want to plug that right away, listen to that, watch the Last of Us show, it's great. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I would say it's a little bit more sharp than the movie that we are about to get into Ooh. before we do that. Like Micah said, go listen to the Last of Us podcast, they're doing great work, two episodes are already out as the two episodes have been on HBO Max, and there are, have no plans to stop. As we get through the nine episodes of the show, nine episodes, I believe. By the yes. time this episode comes out, mm-hmm. we'll already have the third one coming out later yeah. tonight. Oh wow! Even wow. better. Look at that. So look forward to that, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that out of the way, let's open our sling ring and head over to the Fox X Men universe. We all got a choice, son. Yeah, mine got taken. And that will never happen again. Become the animal, but you will have your revenge. I'm coming for you. No law. No code of conduct. You wanted the animal. You got it. X-Men Origins Wolverine. We're here to talk about it. We're here to dig deep on the, I guess, the most personal of X-Men tales that we've got so far in the Fox X-Men universe. You know, the first of many X-Men spinoffs that are going to happen. But uh, this was the first one. In 2009, Hugh Jackman signed on for many Wolverine films, many that were eventually uh, turned into other projects. But uh, before we talk about all of that and get into the nitty-gritty on what Wolverine's past was, in movie form, we're going to 
discuss what his past was in you know the real life, what happens in mm-hmm. this story, mm-hmm. because it does chronicle mm, more or less his Something. origins. Something, when, yeah. yeah. His X-Men origins. You could his say. His X-Men origins, but mainly the origins of the name Wolverine, question mark? Yes. It, the ti- take the title into consideration <laughs> when you think about the origins of this movie. But before we talk about that, I want to hear what you guys think about this movie. because, And you know what? I want to start with you first, Ethan, because um, you've never seen this movie before. Is that correct? No, yeah. But, but before I, I give my thoughts... I want to let the listeners know what what is this what is this movie about? So X Men the or X Men Origins Wolverine. It follows two mutant brothers, Logan and Victor, born two hundred years ago, suffering childhood trauma and having only each other to depend on. Basically, they're fighters and killers, living from war to war throughout U.S. history. In modern times, a U.S. Colonel Stryker recruits them and other mutants as commandos. Logan quits and becomes a logger. You know, lumberjack. He he carries an axe around in this movie, and it uh, it doesn't pay off. But it it was cool cool to see. I guess he's a hunk, man. He ends up falling in love with a local teacher. When Logan refuses to rejoin Stryker's crew, the colonel sends the murderous Victor after him. Logan now wants revenge, and this plot synopsis doesn't mention it, but there is also a whole side quest where Stryker is taking other mutants. Uh, kind of boiling them into a pot, uh, per se, and creating one ultimate mutant who in this movie is uh, known as Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> That's he for sure. He was a Deadpool. <laughs> you could say he was boiling them not into a pot, but into a pool. Oh. oh of sorts. Sure. Of sorts. Yeah. But anyway, my thoughts on this movie. Yes. So... I've heard about this movie. I've never seen it. Uh, you guys, as far as last week goes, when we sat down to record The Punisher 1, you guys were like, yeah, we haven't seen this in a while. We, we feel fairly positive. But everything I've ever heard, it was really negative. And I got to say, the reputation uh, precedes this film. I think, uh, man, what is this movie? Just a lot of the choices baffles me for the same universe where mere movies before, they were too scared to put these X-Men in comic-accurate suits. And they still are afraid to do that with Wolverine. And we see going forward, we never get Wolverine in that suit. But for some reason, that same studio, Fox Studios, no. Yeah, is it Fox? Yeah. 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 Fox Studios produces this film with this corniness. And just, this is horrible. I got to say, it's not good. But... I'm excited to hear your thoughts and excited to dive more into why this movie fails. Okay. All right. So a very hot take coming out from the gate from Ethan Wensloff. Micah. Well, uh, never once in our X-Men movies have I thought, man, they would look a whole lot better if they just wore those bright yellow suits. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never once. So uh, that's that's the one part where I, I disagree with Ethan. And the next point where I disagree with Ethan is that I love this movie. This movie's great. I, uh, I love all the action de- that we get. Let's define great right here, okay. Mike. I love <clears throat> cheese grater, I'd say. Okay, okay. <laughs> I love Wolverine. I love Logan. I love seeing things blow up. I love seeing the claws come out. I love that whole intro with 
uh, we'll get into it, but I love the intro yeah. where we get through all the wars. I love the, I wouldn't even call it super cheesy because it's just comic book cheesy. Like, no, it's beyond that. Yeah. All right. We'll see about that. Uh, li- so going we'll see into- how it compares to, to some earlier Avengers movies once we, uh, once we start oh, watching those. Co- don't even. I, I don't haven't seen them in a while. Even. I haven't seen them in a long yeah, time. They pass. They, the Avengers uh, movies pass the test. This doesn't. I just want to say this right now. I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah. You, you, this I is your watched time. this movie with Ethan, and uh, every time he was dogging on the movie, I was like, "This isn't that bad. I like this movie." <laughs> we did have that dynamic. We did watch it yeah. together. So he, I, I'm, I'm usually one to make fun of movies too when I'm watching. I'm like, you know what? I like this movie. This one's good, <laughs> and I, I respect like that. I, yeah. I'm willing to respect that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that. Okay, yeah. the end. The end. CGI. I will admit that was rough. That was rough. Them running over to the helicopter. That looked like uh, something straight out of a... But, straight, but you like would a, say that you like this movie. I like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like seeing... Okay, it wasn't as dramatic as what they were... Well, I'll get into it. I think that it serves the purpose of showing Wolverine's backstory leading up to his memory loss. Perfectly fine for me. I'm Not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. <laughs> but it, it, Thank you for it, that clarification. It qualifies... Yeah. It qualifies. Well, I, I would say that you're allowed to like something even yeah. though it's not. I just a feel bad liking movie. this movie because Ethan feels like it's gonna be a no, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. That's all right. Ben like <laughs> the Punisher, so Oh it, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> people like things. But this will be That's two fine. movies in a row where I gotta defend myself. I'm just gonna I'm gonna present my case why I don't like this movie throughout this podcast. Okay. And but I uh Will I, you admit that there are good things in this movie? I admit yeah, there, okay. there are fun things that okay. could be pulled. I had a fun yeah. time with this movie. Yeah, it was good. Ben, what did you think of this movie after your most recent we rewatch? So we have we have night and day here. We have dark and light. We have the Sith versus the Jedi. Whoa! But like, who's the Sith and who's the who's Jedi? The watchful guardian. Can you, cl- can you clarify? I, I well, I I know which side I would like to align myself with. Mm. And Micah, you won't be defending this movie alone. No, mm. because I also maybe it's childhood nostalgia um, talking. That could be for me too. Maybe it's the fact that my main issue with the X Men films is the fact that they, with the ensemble cast, they don't tell as personal of a story as well. They haven't gotten the formula right to tell big budget, you know, multiple character stories yet. In my opinion, maybe it's the fact that this is, gets personal with one specific character. My favorite character with those movies. Maybe that's the fact. But I, I can't help the fact that, one, to admit that, yes, there is problems with this movie. There's problems with that but I overlook those issues because the good, in my opinion, outweighs the bad. Hmm. Definitely. Okay. So yeah. we are going to have a good discussion yeah. here. I'm excited. Right. Gentlemen, I'm we are going to have a good discussion. He did take I notes. Have, I, have, I don't have, I have notes. I have proof. I, I, not proof, but I, I can back up why I feel the way I feel. This okay. is great because I, I was, while I was watching this movie two hours ago, I was you trying watched it today. I watched it today. <laughs> I got home from work. I popped this thing in. I, I own the movie. I like, I, I like all three Wolverine films. I know I like Wolverine and Logan, but I was on the fence because I hadn't seen this movie in a while. And actually, I'm not going to lie. There are parallels that I drew from this movie to, to Logan. Logan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And sure. I was like, are they intentionally kind of calling back here? Are they kind of paying homage to a be. film that really 
I mean, I, I could say deserve some dog, like deserve to get dogged on in some ways. But the fact that maybe they tried to, you know, like pay homage, I have respect for that. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to talk about that. So Totally. Yeah. And I, but I, mean, I do yeah, like the movie. I, I do have, you know, a soft spot in my heart for this movie that I will not fault anyone for thinking it's terrible. So we're looking yeah. at a 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, and a 0 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's that average out to? Uh, what is that? A 6? Okay. Pod- like podcast that. over. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All guys. right. This is Micah. This is Ben Race. <laughs> this is Ethan Wetzlaw. We all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. All right. <laughs> I do like that you highlight that uh, this felt you felt like Logan parallels in there because I leaned over to Micah yesterday. I'm like, man, this movie is really punched me in the face with how I'd rather be watching Logan. I just would be. But that's with every X-Men movie. Every X-Men movie, it, I see Logan, and you're, I'm like, would you you're, rather be watching? You're yeah. exactly right. Yes. You're exactly right. Yeah. So there, th- that's not really a fair comparison because it's like comparing pizza to whatever, a piece of broccoli. It, it doesn't count. It, it, it's just whatever. Of course, the pizza's better. It's just in. Ethan hates broccoli. So I do like broccoli. <laughs> I, I think broccoli's great. You just need some cheese on it. Is that what you're saying? So you've taken copious <laughs> notes, Ethan. Yeah. So the, the lay out main, your case. So the main reason that this movie fails, uh, well, I highlighted last week the writing of Punisher was not great. I felt the writing in this was not great either. And the main thing that this movie deserves the hate for is, you know, I love Hugh Jackman. I love Wolverine, and they made him boring. They made him so boring in this. And he's not fun to watch at all. And the characters they surround him with are terrible. The story they surround him with, even worse. Like, I love that you guys like this movie. I do. But for me, there's nothing really I can pull from this and go, that was a good choice. Doing that was good. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing Not one choice in this movie. at all. No. I didn't. For starters, the start of the movie. Yeah. Montages over. A movie that I probably would want to see. So I was thinking about this because every reviewer that I have seen talk about this movie says that exact same thing. I would rather be watching that movie that takes place in the montage. But the montage takes place over 150 years. That is very difficult to tell a a story. Focus on a part of that montage. Not... it's like the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. They focus on literally the most boring part of Boba Fett's life. Yeah. And I feel like this is doing the exact same. There is so much interesting time for this character of Logan, and this is what we get. It's like you're just doing this because you teased us in X2 that there is a story, so you're kind of like, all right, we got to tell a story here now. But they, they don't really do that too well. And the just all the, the characters in this... They're just so bizarrely weird, and the his girlfriend, who is, uh, is the same actress who plays Leah in The Walking Dead, so that was cool seeing a Walking Dead actor. In I this. yes, when she came in The Walking Dead, I was like, oh yeah. So yeah, but I I don't I really I really don't like how they erase his memory in this. Amnesia is never fun, but the bullet thing, it it didn't work for me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I will agree that was a bit sudden for the uh, 
it was a bit cheap to have him just to have Stryker just come up and shoot him twice in the head, and then he heals and forgets everything. Because we've seen him, we've seen in the comics characters lose even more than that and not lose their memory. So I don't know. Deadpool literally gets eviscerated by the sun and is revived by one drop of blood and still is Deadpool. <laughs> Like, at what point is there is what canon and what's not? So uh, there are wacky things in this movie. I will admit, um, the the ridiculous six or whatever group that is. There are a lot of laugh out loud moments yeah. too. Though. A lot of so, funny yeah, character moments. There. A lot yeah. of uh, cool mutant abilities that we see in this movie too. Uh, we see that teleporting guy. I like that. Uh, the the That's animation cool. that they use. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> what's That's his cool. name? Oh, it's it's. Oh, frick. Will I Am. Yep, there Will you go. I am. There it is. Yeah. Will yep. I Am. Whenever he teleports, you can see his skeleton for a second, and they use that later on where, uh, what's his name? V- uh, Victor Creed. Victor Creed. It was funny. So grabs his spine. I, I didn't think you had one of these. I always like to connect wardrobe to the character's powers, and when the character was on screen, uh, we also watched this with Parker, so shout out to Parker. But when he first appeared on screen, me and Parker were like, what, what do we think that guy's powers are? Parker's like, Oh, that dude, he totally throws boomerangs. Totally. <laughs> and I was like, no, he's definitely a sniper. Because, like, snipers, they wear the cowboy hat. They wear those hat. hats, yeah. <laughs> and then Parker's like, oh, yeah, it's an Australian. Okay, Parker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that. That's cool. Boomerang hat. That's cool. That's cool. So you you don't like the, the girlfriend? No. You don't like that whole? No, because the, I like, I like, I like it. Okay, I like her as a character, but I don't like the 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 swinging around they do the fake death doesn't work for me and the way that Logan's just like cool with her at the end of this movie well obviously at the very end he has no memory of her but before that yeah. he's just willing to work with her again after she she's betrayed him and she was the reason that he was tricked and manipulated into becoming Weapon X which I mean in hindsight makes him a more powerful mutant but yeah. Stryker uses him for that way and I don't I don't know how he's just like cool with she did claim that she never used the powers to love yeah and the love was it real. was real to it, me it was real to me yes. they were real to me <laughs> yep played force unleashed yep yep <laughs> perfect excellent quote I might even dub that in there that's gonna be great but I I think that works see I think that works because um, imagine you're with someone for six years you know I'm living out in the mountains, which that already has me on board because I just want to live in the mountains myself. Oh, yeah. But that dude is on a, a like a log cabin on top of a hill overlooking mountains, like looking the scene, absolutely I mean, jacked. Oh, yeah! Dude. During that scene, I was like, I could be watching Logan right now, dude. <laughs> Jackman, bro, yeah. it was so good. And then the the I didn't expect there to be a love story here the first time I watched it, but that is actually the thing that I grab onto. Mm in this movie and it's the through line that I take throughout this entire movie because uh, imagine this you're with a girl for six years you break up with her it's fresh in your mind it's been two what two days and then she comes back to you and says it was real to me this whole deal was real to you would be so conflicted and just in your mind like after that happens you want like after a breakup happens, you want there to be some way like, what could I have done differently? If yeah. I could go back and do this again, how would I do this? And she, then she comes back and says, it was real to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he, I don't know if he ever like fully accepts it, 
but I think he wants it to be like, he wants that future. So if she is willing to go there, like even at the end, he picks her up and he's like, we're going to get you better. Please don't. I mean, obviously he never gets the choice or the chance to do that, but I think it's, it's almost tragic in a way how it all ends up. Yeah. And I like, I attach, like, that's how I get through the movie. You know, well, one of the major positives of this movie. Plus that's where that is for me. It's cool to see that her intentions are always love. She has her sister in mind, too. That's her motive. That's why she agrees with Stryker to go right. to uh, Logan's place. She's and, not a bad character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's, as far as motives go. Mm. You can argue whether she's a bad character. Like, yeah, written. She, she's controlled by bad people, but she didn't, like, do anything maliciously. Yeah. yeah. And the story, however much it gets dogged on, I do like that because at the end you get her in his brain and it's like he's alone. He can no longer touch her. And obviously at that point in the story, Logan is sitting there deep in his thoughts after this. You know, he's dwelling on it and thinking on it. Like, I love that. It's so good. And that that's why I said at the beginning, this X-Men movie is allowed mm-hmm. to be more personal. Mm-hmm. And I think that serves the story all the better. Now, I will say this. That was a positive of mine. A negative of mine is the CGI in this movie. There is a scene with Wolverine, and he's testing out his adamantium claws in the bathroom. And he, he like, like clangs them together and then destroys the bathroom. Number one, that's stupid. How do you destroy a whole bathroom? Number two, it looks horrible. How do you cut like, through a sink like butter? Yeah. Dude, I, I, that's another scene I lean over to Mike. I was like, what, what part of the production were they like, yeah, let there's no way we're no. going to practically use these claws. Well, why make them practical when we can have blobs moving around on screen? Let's yeah. do that. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a stupid scene. Definitely I... wasn't as sharp as it could have been. Uh... <laughs> nice. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And then even the, the helicopter chase sequence. Oh, I didn't mean that. There's a lot of... No way. You did that. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Well, Mike is out here spinning puns not even realizing. Uh, it was mushy. It looked... Mm. Like how Ethan's, it looked dull. It didn't look like the adamantium in the um, in the injection machine was shiny. It was like a, a silvery, chromey color. But in the bathroom scene, it just looked dull. It didn't look reflective at all. It just looked like gray. Could have been, could have been way better. And then even after that, like the the helicopter chase sequence on the motorbike, there are certain scenes where he's on the motorbike or flying towards it. Some of the CGI just straight up looks unfinished. CGI aside, though, I think... CGI uh, aside, no, like, it's I not it enough cool, to break... an interesting-looking scene for me. Yes. And also, like, how cool is it that he ignites the thing and walks away, like, all cool, and the oh, thing yeah. blows up? Ethan was dogging on no that No matter scene. who you are. Like, Iron Man did that first. Actually, Punisher did that first did in that the first. Punisher movie if you guys will remember Sorry, I don't that was where I movies. was <laughs> dude there's definitely a better movie that did it before Punisher probably oh yeah I mean countless 80s action movies have done pretty that pretty sure the Matrix did it at some point but it, I mean it's always cool in every film no matter what film oh, it's yeah. in yeah. But this there's was, a reason why it's a trope this was easily the least cool way they did it I don't know about that it was what? cool really a bit undeserved but still cool I looking I don't know what happened to me like but enough, no scenes worked in this movie for me. Like, it was so corny the way he took down that helicopter. Like, I was laughing, and you were laughing too, but I think we were laughing. In I was different, laughing because it was cool. We were laughing at different. Like, in, in, 
in different ways. But I, I want to like this movie. I do, but I just can't. No part of me can pull myself to like this movie. And I do want to uh, pull back to the whole story as a whole and how it wraps up. And so the whole story is his emotional journey. You know, you have his wife and him becoming Weapon X. But at the end, his memory's wiped. He has amnesia. He doesn't remember any of it. All that emotional stuff he just went through doesn't mean anything to him anymore. Maybe we as viewers, we saw it, but it doesn't mean anything to the character that we see in X-Men or even in Logan. Those memories are gone forever. So to me, the whole appeal to prequels and knowing where characters end up is getting that emotional story and getting to see what that character has been through and why it recontextualizes what we see later. So Better Call Saul did this perfectly. Andor seeming to be doing it really great. It's going to change the way we feel about the character. But to me, it doesn't do that with Logan because he isn't that same character. He doesn't remember any of that. So it's irrelevant to us as a viewer because it, it doesn't matter. That's the character we meet later in the X-Men. Different character, different memories. It's not the same. Sure, same powers, same actor, but it, it doesn't work in that way. Well, hold on. He still has some He has flashes. He has characteristics. Yeah. He has flashes. And there are the parallels. You'll see that he acts the same despite having the complete memory loss. Especially in X2 when yeah. Stryker comes back. Because this is the same character Th- that appears in This is the movie that Stryker came back in. Let's, let's, let's make that right. Well, X2 was first. Come on. Well, absolutely. But he comes... I mean, if you look at it now. I've never gone back and watched X2 after this. But he, there's a line in this movie that he says the exact same thing in... X2 as he does in this one and I was like oh wow that's I can't remember what it is off the top of my head I should have wrote it down shame on me for not writing notes but he says the same thing and throughout the movie he's like don't you remember Logan you really don't remember do you and it's like in X2 and it's like but now we have this story so we the audience know I think it works in my opinion yeah yeah Yeah. it's not the movie we deserve but the movie we need So, yeah, in X2, when they're teasing this, it seems cool. And then when it's happening on screen in this movie, it just doesn't. I'm like, oh, what? What? I Stryker is portrayed a l- way less villainous in this. Definitely. He, he's kind of like, yo, Logan, dude, this is what I'm doing. Let's do this. And yeah. Logan's like, I'm making a team. Heck yeah, let me hop in that pool right there. Let me lay in the tub and make this happen. So, it. Because Logan willingly does it. He willingly... Well, because he wanted to get back at his brother. Right. I know, but I don't know. It... <laughs> he, has his, he has his motives. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that the plot is bare minimum good enough for what it's trying to do. It ne- just needs to fill in that gap in the timeline for why he has the memory loss. Why he has the adamantium? Uh, it covers very basically the uh, relationship between Logan and his brother, and it joins all these plot points together with some pretty sick action. Um, Ryan Reynolds and oh. and the block, <laughs> which I, so, I will say that is a Ryan Reynolds pre pool weapon eleven is uh, not they good. call him Deadpool. They he's not Deadpool. good. He's called Deadpool, Deadpool in this movie. Yeah, like he's got the face and everything. His jokes do not. None of them land. Like as they're going up through the elevator, he's just like saying things, and like 
his charisma is not enough to carry this one. Great. Stuck in an elevator with five guys on a high-protein diet. Oh, wait. Dreams really do come true. So just shut it. You're up next. Thank you, sir. You look really nice today. It's the green. Brings out the seriousness in your eyes. Oh, my God. Do you ever shut up, pal? No. Not when I'm awake. Whereas in the Deadpool movies, it's great. Well, the writing is great. the Deadpool movies in regards and to it, that. Right. So, but this one, it's, it's just a little funny that we, see, we saw him in Blade play pretty much the, the same, same character, character pretty yeah. much i told that to you yeah. and i was like doesn't he even use a katana in blade yes he does yes, he does he must have some sort of training but he does not don't have get me wrong wicked sword skills yeah. that he has he even he's not the, using the a sleeveless... katana in this movie he's using a lightsaber let's be real here oh yeah with the way like he butter, deflects the no blood on the blades <laughs> yeah let's yeah. just be real it's a lightsaber i'm talking about in the his first scene when all those dudes are in the room shooting at him and he, he's just helicoptering the blades around and then Hitting he, every bullet. he cuts the bullet in half and it uh, kills the two dudes behind him. That was epic. Yeah. That was pretty sick. That was epic. Yeah. You know what else was pretty sick? The, um, what was the Asian dude with the acrobatics? Was oh, yeah. Flying around. When he, when he jumps in there and Gainer's in there. <laughs> when he, okay, so, dude, when he. Yeah, I'm assuming you don't like this scene. You're about to say it, yeah. When he Gainer's in and he, like, he goes to grab his weapons and then. Absolutely destroys the guys. And the machine gun goes in, even though it's pistols. Yeah. But my thing is, like, well, like that stuff. Machine would, gun pistols. It's hard. It's hard for me to appreciate, though, that stuff because it's all CG. I Like, if some dude does that, real life, does that gunplay action, that is cool. But it's all computered. I don't care. Well, you it's a kind superpower. of. I know, but all whatever. superpowers it's, are computer. Generally. You know what? They should have trained this guy to jump super high and do flips. You know what? You <laughs> no, like. I know it sounds stupid because I love superhero stuff. But like, they, when they do it in a way that works, like obviously Thor doesn't have lightning and the hammer's not magical, but they do it in a way that I'm, I believe it. Yeah, I'm like, I can believe that that guy's real. I can believe that those powers he has are real. The way that they do the superpowers in this movie, I'm like, mm. that's not real. That's just, that's just a character. What you know do you, who else is a character in this movie? Dominic Monaghan playing. Dude, they have a couple lost Chris actors Bradley. in here, man. Dude, couple lost actors. It, it's weird because now I think I didn't of, know he was in Lost. I I, I think I of uh, the Rings. But. Well, I used to think Dominic Monaghan, but now when I think Monahan? of Dominic Monaghan, okay, yeah. I think Lost. That's so cool. Insta- like instant. I've rewired. Even you don't even think of Mary. I well. He's much more prominent in Lost. That's why I think that I think it's I love, but I only think of Charlie, Charlie. when I think of uh, when I think of Dominic Monaghan. So I'm watching him. You know, I like his sequence when he's at the the fairgrounds and he's like trying to turn it off. Oh, you can't tell me you didn't like that scene. Come on, that was good. Just good for his. I mean, it's not even his character. I like him. I like, this, I like, I like him, the sequence. Yeah. Just try and turn it off. And can't that that it. Cyclops who's there at the carnivore or carnival. The Cy- Cyclops is the uh, the guy who says you're a freak when he he fails to turn oh, off the light three times. Is that Cyclops? That's what Ethan said. That's I didn't Cyclops. Right away, so according, you don't have the glasses on though, because he didn't have the Cyclops powers until like the next day or something. Oh, I don't know. Oh. That's that's what I read into it. That's how I felt. But I could be wrong. And if oh. I am, leave a comment. One other thing that I just noticed real quick: uh, Daniel Henney, who plays Agent Zero, the Asian yeah. guy who. Uh, Flips around. He plays Tadashi in Big Hero Six, and we'll be watching that really? later in the uh, later in the multiverse. 
later yes, in the multiverse. You know, I forgot that that's a Marvel film. Yeah. I was watching um, Men in Black, and it says, based on the Marvel comics in the intro, mm. we, we skipped it. I can't believe this. <laughs> what in the actual... So an I, even cooler plug is, uh, uh, I think, Leave Schreiber. Is yeah. that how you say his name? Yep. Yeah, he plays uh, Kingpin in Into the Spider-Verse. No way. Yep. And I, Creed. I really do think he's a standout in I this movie. I thought his voice sounded familiar, too. That's totally him. It's not about the money, Spider-Man. That's Liv Schreiber. It's about the Mets. It's about the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the Mets. The Mets. The Mets. Let's Come on, go, baby. baby. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's good. I love that. I think their fight scene, I, I love his line in the, uh, in the diner. You got insurance in this place? Insurance? No. Too bad. I don't think Wolverine is boring in this movie. I think he has some killer one-liners. Killer. And there you go. I, and he's just cool, man. When he's telling Agent Zero to go back to the van. I have a job. I already have a job. Lumberjack. 18 grand a year? 18.5. Plus, I haven't had to kill anyone in a while. Starting to miss it? Right about now I am. Yeah. Zero. Back to the car. Boy, he does that little, yeah. I love that. It, it's just cool, Logan esque. And then he goes to beat up those guys on the uh, uh, when they're blocking the road. He's like, I'm just gonna go talk to him, you know. I just want to talk. Just I, talk. I think that Victor Creed is an excellent villain. I think that yes. he's intimidating. I think he's power, he has a, a stance about him. He's got a way he delivers his lines. That's great. That's why they picked him for, um. I'm blanking on his name in Spider-Verse, but... Kingpin. Kingpin, yes. In Spider-Verse, I think the idea of Deadpool, the way they set him up, yeah. is cool. Uh, and then they reveal that he looks weird. and that See kinda, that? The See, thing that yeah. ruins Deadpool is the, the look of him in this movie. I think he should not have been in this movie. Like... I think it should he have been a different one. character, but I think the powers and abilities okay, yeah. See, of my, that character. I don't cool. like that they use Deadpool for that though. Mm, like, yeah, that my thing is not... like, as like a kid could sit down, write this movie, and like think, "Oh, that is super cool." As a kid, like, I had no problem. Like with Deadpool, this. like at the end, he's gonna have all these mutant powers. He's yeah. gonna have like Wolverine esque powers, but instead of the claws, it's gonna be the Deadpool swords. Whoa! Like, come on. Come on, that's going to be so cool. I also was scared of this as a kid because when I watched it, I was like, they hate him because he talks so much. And they took away his mouth. What the heck? <laughs> Holy cow, he has no mouth. That's Imagine crazy. the writer's room where they're like, all right, guys, we're going to put Deadpool in, <laughs> yeah, right. but we're going we're gonna to sew his mouth shut. <laughs> well, you're going to take his signature characteristic. He's not going to eat a single chimichanga. He's not going to say a single sex joke. He's going to, wait a <laughs> minute, hold on. That's not Deadpool. He got a few before, before he got his mouth. Not but but I, I love that you highlight that because it, it, it made you scared. Like, oh, this guy talks too much and his, his mouth gets sewn shut. And the, instead of talking less, you, you started a podcast. So I just like seeing that parallel. In, <laughs> but hold on. Let's talk about that post-credit scene. <laughs> yes. Because uh, we see Both of is, them? Mm-hmm. Both of them. There are two. There's one. We, we watched them we both. We watched both. Okay, okay yeah. so the mid-credit and then the post-credit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the post-credit, we see... Wade Wilson beheaded on the. That was pretty sick when they cut off his head and then he laser eyed all the yes, way down. I like that. Here, now, I'm glad you brought that scene up because the way the head's spinning in the one shot and then from the outside enough. view, 
it's like spiraling. It anyway, it, look it up online. Deadpool's we'll death have to in this see movie, if that actually lined up because Ethan said that his head was spinning the other way than the direction. Either the way, was. the pace he was falling wouldn't have allowed for the lasers to shoot out the way they did. I don't know, but I don't. Whatever. That's a small detail. That, that is far from me. Ethan's problems with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's there though. We'll say it's uh we'll chalk it up to the uh, comic book movie nature of this. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, so, that was pretty sick. Uh, we yeah. see at the end of this movie, they tease that Deadpool will be returning, and we don't get that in this canon. Which I am very happy about, because this Deadpool is trash. You know, Definitely. I, I don't want to see Are you sad Deadpool about that, again. Micah? Mm, oh. I'm, I'm confused how it works in the canon. So Deadpool is part of the reboot canon, right? The, the yes, Days let's, of Future uh, Past. Any X-Men movie we discuss, we have to. Discuss, discuss the timeline. The canon. By the time we finish the X Men saga, we might almost understand. So it's it. easy. It's here since we're doing a watch through. It's easy yeah. to uh, digest what we've watched. So we watched the first three X Men movies, mm-hmm. and now we've seen Logan. And right now, as it stands, Wolverine. every yeah, sorry, I misspoke. We've seen X Men Origins Wolverine, but as it stands right now, every movie we've seen works for this X Men timeline. Yes. So it will be really cool to see when they start messing with that. These three take place chronologically, the first three, and mm-hmm. then this goes back. I'm not sure how long it takes back. Maybe 10, 20 years, maybe. Cause it was like when 79 we, or something. When we, we looked it up. Yeah, when we pick up in the first X-Men movie, Logan mm-hmm. is fighting in Canada, I think, is what it is. I remember it being It's accurate, probably Canada. It's somewhere up north. It's snowing. And so he's fighting. He has his memories lost. So it takes place sometime after this. And Stryker is obviously, he's like a part of this. So, in the second movie. So, it works right now. Logan, there's no really... I mean, as far as I I'm, I'm think, there's no really canon-breaking details. I mean, they get a different actor to play Stryker, but such this is the is nature younger. of cinematic universes. Even Marvel can't get away with it, although I think they're the best to do so. Um, actually, I would say Star Wars is the best when it comes to getting actors back for certain things and not recasting. But... I mean, that's the nature of things. Star Wars has less. Yeah, when they got Han Solo to come back, that was great. uh, When they got... uh, (laughs) I think Owen did a great job. To to play... uh, Who? Ewan McGregor and his... Oh, Oh, that's perfect casting. And that great show. Ooh. (laughs) I I, I thought we were talking about... I want to talk about (laughs) Gambit. Gambit's in this movie. Remy LeBeau. For a little bit. And... uh, that that's why me and Mike have been saying that's cool because uh, cool. Will I am when he first sees Gambit he looks at him he goes that's cool and uh, <laughs> Ethan it, was freaking out about Gambit I didn't know what he was talking about I thought that Gambit was like an okay throwaway kind of villain but Ethan says what do you, what do you have to say about well, Ethan so I about I'm not gonna pretend I'm a a lorist when it comes to X Men but I've seen some of the animated series and Gambit Gambit's an X Men he's not a villain and he is. Like I one of the coolest. He's a villain in this. He's got a sweet look. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, I don't know too much about him, but I know that this version is not good. But like I said, I'm not the definitive. What is I, Gambit supposed to be? His accent. I think it's portrayed pretty well, actually, in this. But I think his accent's pretty off. I think this is the wrong actor to portray Gambit. Obviously, he doesn't have his comic book outfit. But he does have a pretty sick sequence of him animating cards and throwing them at Wolverine, which I appreciate since the Fox universe is apparently, you know, they don't want to show, get too comic booky, you know? That kind of reminds me a lot of our uh, our, our last gambling 
addicted villain that we saw in Ethan's favorite uh, Netflix show prequel movie, Daredevil, with uh, Deadshot. <laughs> Deadshot. Oh, we talking? Is that his name? No, we t- Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah. That's his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name was. Ben yes. Affleck's Daredevil. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that reminded me of that guy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where have we seen playing cards, killing people before? Oh yes, oh. it was Bullseye. Yeah, oh, Bullseye. It was a lot more. Uh, a lot more sinister in that one, but he also threw a nut down a lady's throat and she died on the airplane. So he, uh, I wish we got more of that. In this movie. <laughs> yeah, more nuts. Me too. I don't we know. do get some butts though. We almost get some nuts. We get Hugh Jackman. Yeah, we get his butt a couple <laughs> times actually, cheeks, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's running across the field. He scares down. He scares some old I didn't people. See anything bro. on the front when he jumped down the waterfall. I was a little concerned with how. Uh, uh, intrigued like it was with the the sequences. You know who else oh. was concerned? <laughs> I have a girlfriend. The old farmer. Yes. You know. Oh. You said, hey, put on some clothes. See, that is he's gonna he's have a heart attack. That's <laughs> another thing. So I'm confused at how he has. How does he have the jacket in the X Men movies? Because he gets it in this movie very very poorly, if I might add. Because there's a lot of things that X the X Men movies and X Two specifically set up that I'm like. Okay, that that's really cool concept. All oh, those dog tags—that'll lead to something really satisfying. Oh, that that hint of his uh, vertebrae—that'll lead to something really satisfying. That jacket—that'll lead to something really satisfying. And it doesn't. It's kind of like, oh, we're doing this because it was already done. It takes the solo way of being like, oh, yeah. You know, I didn't really need the origin story of his blaster, but I, I guess hey, we've whatever. got it now. Yeah, but the <laughs> jacket. Oh, the- his name is Solo because he's. Rides alone because he's alone. <laughs> no, my uh, <laughs> I guess the, the jacket, the jacket. So at the end of this movie, he gets shot in the head and he's wearing just a uh, tank top and jeans. Classic. Where's the jacket? And how does he know if he loses memory? That, oh, uh, that's my jacket. Plot convenience gives it to him. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there yeah. we go. I, I was looking for it. We found it. Yeah. Just like Logan did. Are we sure that's the same jacket that yes. he uses in the movies? It is too dead on to not to not be the same jacket. Because I always it's took that as the same. Like yeah. he it just looks like leather same. jackets. Yeah, but it's the you same. Know? It's got the three stripes on it. It's the uh, OG Logan Wolverine colors, the yellow and brown. It's the same jacket, and they, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just kind of like. Oh, we're gonna give him the jacket because it's gonna be really, really cool. This old dude who meets him while he's naked in his barn—they're just gonna—they're gonna be his Uncle Ben, as Mike had told me when we were yeah, watching the movie. Uncle he's, ben. Like, he's like, "That's Uncle Ben. It's the worst Uncle Ben I've ever seen, but that's Uncle Ben." And apparently, they mean something to Logan. It looked really like Aunt May, though. Yeah, like the woman looked like Aunt. May. I was like, "Whoa!" For a second there, I was like, "What did they get, Rosemary uh, Harris?" Harris? To go portray this? No. I forgot how early but, they kill these these uh could have been parental figures in Logan's life. They could have been like a like a Clark Kent to uh whatever their names are. The Kents. They could have been the Kents <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, uh, his Wolverine. Parents. Yeah. Martha. Martha. Yeah. I wonder if her name was Martha. Oh, hmm. Could have been. Could have been. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> so I like this movie, but I don't throw any shade your way though. For not liking this movie. Because yeah. I get it. You have respectable like, views on this. I get it. 
Like this isn't a Punisher yeah, scenario yeah. where I'm not going to kill like, you for right. Exactly, <laughs> you're not going to punch my head head. No, I'm not going to bash fist. your skull yeah. in or lop it off or accidentally. No, that's going to come for Amazing Spider-Man too. <laughs> that one's going to get heated. Heated. I man. haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man too. Oh, that's going to be interesting because we have and we differ on mm. that movie mm. a lot. I'll be the actually. the differing. We'll guy. see what happens. But I like that. Well, like, there's not. I feel like there's not enough movies like this. You know, far, often with these Marvel movie marathons, we differ, but slightly. You know, but this one is a. I, I like. I'm. Oh my, I wouldn't even be surprised if you gave it like a three. You know, like you do not like this movie so much, and it's. I. I wish. I wish that wasn't the case. Like anything, I wish like we could be all united and have the same opinions. But that's what makes it interesting, man. That's what makes this dynamic, the podcast show. So interesting because we all have differing opinions. Yeah. On I wish we like could be this. united too. And the X Men United. X two. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm. That was a good one. Was it? Yes. I would say it's the best out of the original three. For sure. Out of the original three, sure. Yeah. Out of the first three. But I think especially where X Men movies go, I think we get better. Well, let's see what the uh let's see what the people thought about uh Let's see what they what they voted with their money. So X mm. Origins, uh, the budget was what is that? 150 mil. 150. Some, 150 mil. What the heck? Where'd the budget go? Yeah. 150. <laughs> what mil, happened to the budget, man? And it made 374. So it made its it money. It made some money back. But you know what happened? Mm. It had the biggest piracy infringement in American history. As in, like people, because the entire movie was leaked out months in advance, uh, an early what? version of the movie, and um, there was also a swine flu outbreak when the movie came out. What? Out of nowhere. These are huge facts you're throwing at me. I did not know this about yeah, this movie. Yeah, I what? just I just found this out now during the podcast. Um, along with bad ratings, there's just uh, all sorts of it. It was rated pretty. It was rated fifth place, it looks like, in the, the Marvel summer movies that were released. In what year? Or, like, like, or just like in everything. general, for the Marvel movies, it was ranked Spider-Man X2, Spider-Man 3, Iron Man, then this one for the summer blockbusters. So it made the As top. of that time? As of that time. I think there so, was only five, though. Eh, it may have been. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm think just that reading was... some facts here. Yeah. Um, 16th highest grossing opening day ever. Not bad. Of all time at that of, point? Uh, of that time, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, the scores show that it really wasn't rated too poor, uh, too highly. Uh, everything's rotten across the board. IMDb scores is 65. What, what's the audience? Audience is 58. Oof. Critic is 38. Dang it. Yeah, Metacritic's 40. And IMDb is 6.5. 6.5, 6. yeah. So. Yeah, so. Interesting. A, it, it's kind of mixed then because six and a half that's fresh well so here's where i start to understand like especially with prequels because like i love the star wars prequel films mm -hmm. but i don't really hate on those who grew up on the originals who were anticipating one two and three because when you have three films like that and then you go into the prequels i mean it's 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 not very similar and they're those three originals are not you walk into Phantom Menace. I mean, that's a whole different beast. 
than the other than the first three. So I get it. I get why the fan outrage is there. You know, we're focusing on a nine-year-old boy and a 14-year-old Padme. Nothing interesting is happening until the end. Like, where's the stakes, the drama that was in the first couple ones? Like, yeah. I get that. And I guess that's part of it like this, because the origin of Wolverine has never been told before, not even in comics at this point. Uh, actually, no, I think there was a comic run that detailed his, like, early, early origins, which I did read. I, I forget when it came out, but... They scrambled the comic book writers to do this because they knew the movies were going to do this. So those early, early origins in this movie, I think are pretty sick. Yes. I like seeing the bone Logan. Besides when the kid screams. Oh, yeah. It's no. a little, it was a little cringe. Yeah. It takes me out of it just a little bit. But seeing, seeing, the, uh, seeing the little bones come out, yes. seeing the, how he stabs who he didn't know was his dad, I think it was a little unearned, but... Whatever it served its point. Yeah. The, so the opening of the scene is a flashback featuring uh, Logan and his brother uh, Sabretooth. What, Victor Creed is that his mm, name in the yeah. film? Yeah. And basically that's what uh, Mike is talking about right now. That scene though, it starts off and they're talking to the person we think is their dad. And Micah, he goes, "I like that looks just like Hugh Jackman, dude. They got a really like look alike. Probably is double. Yeah. But the funny thing is." It's revealed later that it's that's not, not even not his dad. Not right. his dad. But actually, I wrote down during no, I was taking notes, and I just wrote the dialogue is pretty terrible in this opening scene, specifically with the kids and the way they're talking to yeah. each other. I, it's yeah, bad. Go watch it. Bad kid actors. Yeah, for sure. Could have been better. Yeah, the um, the brother uh, was not that great. He was very. That's why the young. movie didn't focus on the kids. Because the actors were horrible. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed the war scenes. The, yeah, um, I I love the visuals. The ones that they montage through. Yeah, yeah they they did montage through. Uh, it was unfortunate that they went th so fast through those. Um, but if they did include those, it'd just be a war movie. Right. It doesn't tell the origins of Wolverine. It just yeah. shows Wolverine in World War Two. It shows in us World what, War One. Yeah, we've had war. But war it, we we get the we get the idea. And it gives us enough context to see, okay, this is what Victor was doing. This is how he was changing and becoming more bloodlust throughout these wars. Yes. And just wanted to kill more people. Like, I'm not doubting that a World War II film centered around Logan would not be epic. Like, it, it, it obviously would be. I think it would have to be a whole movie about all of the wars they've been in. Because yes. if you focus too much on one war, then it's just that war's movie. And then you'll get comparisons to like Saving Private Ryan. See, now that. you need a trilogy. Civil War, World War One, World War II. Civil there war. you go. <laughs> he was Civil in the Civil War. war. That was the first yeah, war he yeah. was fighting in. So I was like, dude, let's see that. That'd be sick. But if you're going to tell a, an origin story on Wolverine, I want to know two things. How did he get his claws? How did he get his metal? And how did he lose his memory? And guess what? We got it. That, for better or worse, that's we the story the, the movie tells. We saw the first time he ignited his, his uh, claws. Yes. We saw he got his medal. And we saw how he became a hard-earned, you know, war veteran, yeah. smoking lumberjack dude in Canada. And uh, yeah. I get why this is the story they chose to tell. I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't mind that this is what they told. Yeah, but you, uh, you, uh, they tease a good movie. They tease a good movie in X two. The potential is there. 
and it just it doesn't live up to it. So, Ethan, you said you hate pretty much everything about this movie. Do you have a favorite character in this movie? Oh boy, I should have should have prepared. I like uh, I like Will. I am. That's cool. I like that guy. He's pretty cool. And Very <laughs> nice. No, he's great. He uh, yeah. Pretty cool. It sucks. Pretty cool. It sucks that I can't say Logan, but I just can't. The movie didn't give me a reason to like this version of Logan. Hmm. And he has a different character. This isn't the Logan we know. This is James. I will disagree with that one. No. It's a fact. It's not the Logan we know. Different memories, different experiences, different love of his life. Well, he, okay. He's a Gene Gray guy. If we're going there. Different as character. Far, as far as the character goes, like of Logan, I see a through line through this movie into... The X-Men movies. Because they shove it down your throat, yeah. So, all right. Micah. I mean, it, it, it is character development. I mean. Yeah. It's char- I it, can't it, believe they told me about this character. No, no, no. It's not character ridiculous. development if you take everything away from him. Hmm. It's but that's who his character is, though. That the, the main trait of Logan in the X-Men movies is memory loss. I know, but they don't do it right. It's the it, Maybe it's the gun thing. Hmm. The fact that it's a gun that... The point of the gun is to remove memory. Yeah, if it were the surgery that caused him to lose if memory, that's why I think he, that would be better. Yeah, but I, I, I felt if like if it Logan, were him giving it his all, then mm, that would be different. Yeah. Like if he, if the only way to save him was to take him down with him into the boiling nuclear waste or whatever. No, I it, yeah, I just feel like in the the movie they set up, Logan is a victim, and to me, I don't get that in this movie. He he doesn't feel as victimized as I think he would have. The way they like wanted to portray him in the X Men trilogy, like that's a guy who like has stuff on his mind, and he, you kind of feel that in that portrayal. But in this, it's like he it, he doesn't feel like a victim to me. He's like, oh yeah, striker dude, I'll I'll do this procedure, I'll do it for you, and he does it, and then he forgets everything. I don't know. It, yeah, let's uh, move yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree. I think um, I think he's not as well written as in the X Men movies. I'll I'll agree on that. And I'm not saying I hate Wolverine because I I yeah, love him. I don't think I he's, love him. I don't think he's poorly written. I think he's just not as well written as in the X Men movies. Yeah, and even as well written as we're gonna get him. Yeah, because they wrote him just way better than any other character in the X Men trilogy. He was the only character they really wrote for. Yeah, in the and movies. that's why you're disappointed and that's why I'm disappointed in, in Logan's actual character development. Sure. I can see that. I can see that. Didn't. Yeah. And of course this is the, the first origins movie in a long line of origins movies, right? Yeah. Right. They're planning. The next one's what? <laughs> we, Magneto. Yeah. yeah. Magneto. We do need to talk about that because X-Men origins, you'll notice that's the title. Why would they make that the title? Cause they were planning on making a bunch of other characters, man. A bunch of other movies. The first plan, they had, they had it in the books. They had a release date, for crying out loud, for Magneto X-Men Origins, which would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Seeing him in like World War II in the, the camps, dude. It would have been intense, but some of that, a lot of that actually, for all of those movies, got repurposed into just telling prequel X-Men films. So you get a lot of his you know, stuff, first class specifically. I think Michael Fassbender does an excellent job portraying a young Magneto, even if he never really ages into a... And Ian McKellen. Hmm. But Micah, favorite character? Favorite character. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say a character that I am looking at through nostalgia goggles for sure. Um, 
but I got to go with the blob himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for it. So growing up, I was a bit on the pudgier side, and uh, th- this character just sticks out for me because I was, I was, I was like him. I was a, I was a big boy, and whenever we played pretend out on the playground, I would, I would say I'm the blob, hmm. and I have super strength, so I could do whatever I want. And <laughs> wasn't he a character in Lego Marvel superheroes? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he you totally could was. unlock him. Like, dude, he was wrecking the streets of yeah. New York City, dude. Yeah. Other than that, I mean. Yeah, you can say Logan, you can say whoever, but he's the one I want to call out in this. Uh, I want to shout out the blob. Okay. Well, you're leaving me with Logan because Logan go. is, he is my favorite character. I've said my thoughts on Logan for yeah. this episode. So yeah, I, I, do think, I do think that he has a pretty tragic backstory. Um, I was going to respond, but I want to just say it now because... Logan's my favorite character. I think he does have a very tragic backstory. I think the fact that he loses like his love for you know like you know six years that he doesn't get to be with her, even though he doesn't remember that, it's still very tragic. And also the fact that he does just lose his memory. You know, the fact that he volunteers for this experiment so he can have revenge—a core theme in this movie between the two brothers. He even says it: revenge is a powerful motivator. A core theme between the two is revenge. So the fact that he signs up for Weapon X, he wants to get revenge. And then through that, he is used. He is a product of the system used by Colonel Stryker throughout this. And I think he has some epic one-liners throughout this movie. I still think he is like the coolest character in this movie. So that's Logan for me. As far as favorite scenes go, Micah, do you have a favorite scene in this movie? Um, the surgery scene going into the um, farmland scene or the whatever, whatever it is where he's naked. You like the naked? Not scene. because he's <laughs> naked. Not because he's naked. Oh although he is quite a specimen, I will say. Um, they they actually used my face. Uh, they used my body and deep faked. They deep faked. They deep faked Hugh Jackman's face. face. Yeah, oh, right that's where the CGI budget went. Yeah, I know. Holy right? cow, that's where the hundred. It's advanced million. technology to to put his face on my body. But um, yeah, we. I, I like. I, I like the scenes the where you get to see Logan stripped of his, you know, like a humble Logan where he doesn't even have clothes on. He's stuck out in the cold, and then you like to see the animal. Yeah, I like Would to you see the animal. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, a certain other movie later on called Logan. <laughs> and it makes me just want to watch Logan. A much better film. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The lumberjack part, the, um, the, the Logan at a farmhouse, the Logan where the new people just get murked by the government, all that fun stuff. When he's going berserker mode, it's, it's oh, yeah. very cool to watch. When he sits down on that motorcycle and he's like, Wow, you're heavy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, gained, yeah, I put on a, a few pounds. Yeah, gained a few pounds. Recently, yeah. <laughs> Ethan, favorite scene? Yeah, so you were talking about the Don Monaghan uh, scene of him in the carnival. or carnival, And I was like, you know what? I, I do like something that comes from that. A little later in the film, you know, Victor Creedy walks in on uh, Logan and he shows him a newspaper headline. <laughs> the, head, the headline... Has Adam Monahab's character on it, at it the, just with the title, <laughs> Circus Freak Murdered. 
<laughs> and that that was imagine the bi- being known as a circus, circus freak. freak. What a yeah, freak. And the headline. That was my favorite part of this movie because I remember laughing a ton, and that was a point in the film where me and Micah were both laughing at the same thing for the same reason. Yeah, definitely. I will agree with that one. Very nice. Uh, I gotta go with the beginning sequence. The reason I like always think of this movie. And I haven't highlighted the soundtrack yet by Harry Gregson Williams, which is absolutely fantastic. The theme that he gives Kayla and Wolverine specifically are two excellent themes, but it's when he is just living his normal life, you know, in the woods as a lumberjack, you know, the scenes when he's just, you know, living life with his wife as a lumberjack. Like, it just seems so like ideal, you know, that life to me. Go to work every day. I don't care if you're making 18K a year. 18.5 is what he says. I'm pretty sure he corrects him. You know, it's just, a, it's just a really cool, nice vibe. And the soundtrack hits really well. Honorable mention to the opening sequence, the montage through the wars. That's another great scene. But now we've come to the part where we have to rank this movie. As we do with every single movie we put it on the list we see where it ends up this is the 22nd film we are going to rank micah we're going to start with oh, you of course you've been debating on this i've been staring at for this, a while this list for a while after an hour of conversation i've noticed that all of our x-men movies have been in the mid 70s looks like no no for me it's been the mid 70s <laughs> and i'd say it goes around there in the mid or sevens the mid sevens yeah um, and where it ranks, we we established that X two is. Do we say that one's a seven and a half? Yeah, that one. I we, think we were united on we X two. We were X two united and a half all on the that. way around. Yeah, of course. Um, so I gotta I gotta put it around there too. I'll, I'll say yeah. it, not quite as good as X two because they did have better Logan moments. Mm. In X2, which is sad because X-Men Origins Wolverine should be better for Logan. Yeah. As it is Logan's movie. So I'm just going to dock it a couple points. I'm going to say a uh, 7.3. 7.3. So not quite as good as Last Stand, not quite as good as X2, but a little bit better than the first one, in my opinion. All right. Mr. Wenslop. Is it 7.3? Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I've already spent a, a good amount of this time saying why I, I didn't like this movie, and I'm not going to be redundant, but I'll just make it very brief. Like I could uh, get past the bad CGI action scenes. I could get past the corny dialogue. I could get past some of the writing. But to me, like characters have to be good. And I don't know at what point in this movie I wrote this, but looking at my notes, I wrote, Hugh Jackman is not good in this movie. And then I wrote, Logan is stupid, question mark. I don't know when I wrote that throughout mm. the movie. But the fact that I was having those thoughts through the movie really is a doesn't support it in my way. Because like, I think if I love Logan in this movie and I uh, love the way Hugh Jackman plays him, I think I can forgive everything because it's like, yeah. But it, it, doesn't, work, it doesn't work for me in this specific movie because obviously Hugh Jackman, perfect casting, right. great in the role. I yeah. love him. I love him in everything, but for some reason, this movie... He's so skilled, too. Even with what yeah, he got yeah. in this movie, I feel he still played his heart out. 
yeah, I don't. But for me, it didn't work. And the whole love stuff and the betrayal and then the getting back together. And I'm not going to argue with you, Ben, yeah. because you're the resident married man. You know what love is. Okay. So, so <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on that. But for me, I can't put this much higher than a 5.5. That was more generous than I thought he was going to be. So that's the highest I could let it. No, the reason I didn't go lower is because I, I did. I looked at other scores and I was like, this movie's better than those. Yeah. So a I little think, bit less than Blade Trinity for you. This one. Yeah. I do like Blade Trinity better. Okay. What I give Blade Trinity 5.6. Okay. Wow. Just that one point. Yeah. All yeah. right. I like Dang. that. Hey. Ryan Reynolds was just. It was just a little bit better. Point better. Point six better. (laughs) Right. Oh, I forgot Ryan Reynolds is in this. All right. right, So five point seven. You said five point five. Five point five. There you go. Five point five. And you said seven point three, Micah. That's right. Seven point three. So I mean, obviously, you've spent an hour listening to us. I was also positive on it, like Micah. My score is going to be around the same as you. I I I do like the story. I kind of just laid that out. I really like the story. I think. Logan is a tragic character. There are some bad. There are some very bad elements to this movie, especially there. The CGI really hurts at times. There is a sequence at the end with Charles Xavier. We didn't even talk about that. With oh, some yeah. absolutely oh, atrocious dude, that was green so screen, bad. and yet again the return of <laughs> special CGI face. The de aging Xavier. That was rushed a bit. <laughs> well, it, it totally feels tacked on because. The kids are running Dude, towards him. It's so and you can funny. Totally tell that it's a green screen. Like they're not even running horrible. upwards or anything. They're no, just running bad. towards it's like, the it's back. Very of bad. Them. Say, oh, yep. that's uh, that's not very good. That that was your quote, Michael. When, when that's, that's not that. very good. That's yeah. that's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> so the CGI takes it down multiple points for me, and there are certain cringy lines. So if that CGI I was good, it'd be a ten out of ten. CGI was good to be a ten out of ten. Wow. Wow. No, I'm not wow. saying that. Wow. Not at all. Wow. 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 But um, wow. this definitely deserves, in my opinion, maybe it's nostalgia talking, but I've got a lot of good feelings with this movie, so I'm giving it a 7.5. Oh. Wow. So you're saying this is, where does it rank with your, so it's can like I, X2? Can I hear yes. Ben's, what, Ben's Spider-Man 1 score? Spider-Man 1 score, an 8. Okay. Okay. All the Spider-Man movies, except for 3, I guess. I think I gave three. You gave a two an eight and a half, and you gave three a seven. And I can't half. give this movie an eight. I I can't justify. No, give this movie an eight's an eight. like I'd eight's watch this high. a couple times. No, but I I dude, I have a lot of good feelings watching this. Movie. Sevens are like I'd watch this again. Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching this yes. again. Eights are oh yeah, I'd watch this with friends. Like I I'd bring a bunch of people. Like I'm recommending this movie. Yes, eight and above. Eight and above is I'm recommending it. Seven is seven point five, seven point three. 5.5. Where does that put us on our sheet overall? That gives us a 6.7 out of 10 average for us. 6.7, and that is, it takes place what place within 22 movies? Oh, you just give me one second there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Don't mean to rush off. it. Don't mean to rush it. <laughs> it's all, right, all good. All right. You ready for this? You ready? Ready for it. We have, uh-oh, I put it in the wrong spot. So, puts us in ninth place. Ninth place overall. Overall, oh. out of ninth out of twenty two, twenty one. That's not good. Ninth so, place isn't bad. No, it's not. I don't. I disagree with that. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a little worse than Blade, X Men, 
Mm-hmm. So Blade and X Men are are better both six point nines. Yep. Okay, X Men is a six point. What is what is directly under that? X Men: The Last Stand. So He's it's a right. little bit better than the Last Stand. I'd say that. That's fair. I'd yep. say that. And then uh, better than Ghost Rider. Yes. Better than Fantastic Four. Yes. And those are our sixes. Okay. I don't hate that. Okay. I, I like that. That's right in good. our uh, upper six range. We needed yeah. me to be highly negative on this to balance it out in our overall ranking. Because that's, that's where it ends up, man. At the end of the day, we're going to have a pretty balanced list. Yeah. Even when you have two guys here who have nostalgia glasses on. Not particularly, but like it ends up being balanced out. I don't think the, all those movies that are lower, I agree with. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think this movie's a little bit higher. Wait, but. so this is ninth. Where is uh, Punisher on there? Punisher is at 14. Okay. Yeah, Punisher. Yeah, it's going down. <laughs> it was a 2v1 on Punisher. Yeah. Especially once we get some MCU movies under our belt. It's oh, gonna, dude. It's that, that's the buried. thing, man. We're at a point where we haven't reached the MCU yet, but almost every MCU movie beats this out. Oh, yeah. Like, for 100%. sure. Every single MCU movie is definitely, like, either high 70s for the lows, yeah. mid-70s for the lows, or Well, eights. I would say... Straight eights. Straight eights. I would say six and up. Six and up? Yeah. Okay. Because Hulk, I gave a six and a half. Mm. So... Speaking of... Speaking of... Our next movie... Uh, oh, this this movie, by the way, was the only movie for 2009. So we're, we've already... Look we're at done that. with 2009. Done with That's 2009. a whole year, guys. We're and then we'd have to wait a whole nother year from May 1st to May 7th. Not a week, a year, until you get your next Marvel fix. And that was in 2010 with Iron Man 2. Iron Man, yes, yes. We are back okay. in the MCU, baby. Yes. Woo. And we, we... Thank will, goodness. We will be back for two movies. It looks like. Really? Yes. What's the next? Thor? Thor. Listen, Thor's after that? Listen, I want to tell you right now, I'm so excited for Thor. 2011. I say the, ne- the next four movie. movies are going to be fun. We have Iron Man, Thor, X Men First Class, and then we have Captain America, the first Avenger. Are you, are you stopping right there? Uh, uh, fine, I'll read the next one it's Ghost Rider, yeah! Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dang. following that up, we got Avengers. And you then- mean Mid Avengers? Oh, and then Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing right? Amazing Spider-Man, next. Iron Mid- Man 3, Spider-Man. The Wolverine. Spider-Mid. All we're, we need to do we're is We're headed towards brighter days. Iron Mid Ghost 3. Rider. We're going to get there, boys. The we're going to get Mid. there. I mean, I'm even excited for Iron Man 2, man. Yes. Thor the Peak World. Yeah. Let's go. In a day man. and age where we don't have RDJ as Iron Man, I'm excited for Iron Man 2. Anytime we mm. get to see him portray the role. I've, I've only seen this movie once. I probably have only seen it once, too. I've Same seen it Iron Man three. three times. I, I'm, I'll reveal my thoughts next week. But there we go. It's my least favorite Iron Man film. Really? For sure. Ooh, hot take? Not a hot take. Mm, yeah, I feel like it's not pretty a hot common. Take. Take. I don't know. I haven't common seen Iron Man two in a while. Um, is this f- the one that Elon Musk is in? Yes. yes. Okay. You can find this movie on Disney Plus. Yeah. 100%. Or in your uh, MCU collection. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Got this thing on Blu-ray. Course. I don't think I've ever used it to be honest with you. Yeah, like I said, I, I had only seen the Incredible Hulk from my set, and I'll probably still watch Iron Man 2 on Disney Plus in the IMAX. Listen, enhanced. even though these movies are on digital, I just so I can say that I used them, I'm using my Marvel Discs <laughs> copies for this for this thing. I'll probably give my uh Blu-rays to my dad because he doesn't have very good internet at his house. Hey. There you go. That's not a bad idea. I'll do that. See, there is a use. 
beyond collecting for physical media. There we go. Is a use. Absolutely. So you have a 6.7 for X-Men Origins Wolverine. Stay tuned for next week when we cover. No, not Thor. Iron Man 2 and also uh, The Last of Us. Uh, episode three, I guess, is, is what's going to be out at, at from when this episode comes out, right? Because it's next yep. week. Episode three, yeah. Yep. Episode, episode three, three is will tonight. be out. Be watching Looking out for that. Looking forward to that. That's if all goes to plan, you know, Lord willing. <laughs> this is like we're two episodes in, and you know, I would like to be on like the finale episode. Of course, if you gentlemen will have me, the but week I'm, after that too. Ooh, mm. in two weeks we have the beginning of February, mm-hmm. and that starts. Mandalorian season three, March. March is when that starts. March. March, March I thought it was March, February. March. Nope. Oh. February. Yeah, we get either we get Shoot. two. So there are two weeks. I said that earlier. Sorry, two fans. weeks where we get uh, Pedro Pascal double that week. So that'll be oh, really this exciting. Sucks. I had my hopes up for that. <laughs> that would have been a March first. Oh, not that you can have too much Pedro, but yeah. No, listen. Pedro, in my life. February is. When the Kang Dynasty starts, all right? Whoa. This is the year of Pedro Pascal, but let's not forget that this is also the year of Jonathan Majors. He's going to be in a lot of stuff, too. So, I mean, there's already two episodes of Last of Us, and it's already, I mean, so good. For a couple hours, the the re- most recent episode was at a 10 out of 10 on IMDb, which is insane. pretty insane. Obviously, it's not there now, but I, I mean, that's a testament to how good and faithful this show is being to the source material and just, I mean, it's good in general. Me, a fan who's just watching it. It's great. So any, uh, bad batch coverage coming from you guys. I uh, will do a season finale. All right. For bad batch. So stay tuned for that guys. Yes. I, I mean, haven't that, watched that's going to be batch. like March. Yeah, it's a long like mid March. We're going to have you said mid March, mid March. Yeah. March is mid. Oh, but Not I mean, February year. 17th is Ant-Man quantum mania. It's coming. Oh it's yeah. Coming up. Like, Less than a month. Yes. Looking forward to it. Big time. Hoping that phase five can start with a bang. So. A quantum bang. <laughs> Just going to put quantum in front of every word. That makes sense. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. But that does it for uh, this review of X-Men Origins Wolverine. We'll hope to see you next time in another multiverse. For now, I am Ben Rainside. I'm Ethan Westlaw. I'm Mike Ahead. And we all hope that you have an absolutely fantastic day. That's cool.